The return of VT and Terry Samaras has returned. See, hard to say if this has been a good or bad offseason, but wild is the right word for better or worse. For today, each division in the AFC will be talked about by a team based on division finish last year, but with a catch. And then there will be follow-up questions. Today will only be AFC, and next week will be NFC. So let's finally get started for the American Football Conference East. Buffalo Bills. 36-33 with 13 seconds left. Me on my downstairs bed just hoping the one time I ever rooted for Mahomes, and look what happened. The Chiefs won with the ball once. This will be brought up in the speed round. Point is, I don't feel sorry for the Bills, no matter the context. I'm sorry, trash-talking for only being relevant for a few years now, also knowing Brady leaving somewhat catalyzed it, and then playing We Are the Champions versus a retrospectively not-great team, also classless. Also, the 42-36 loss was karmic justice. Jordan Poirier and Micah Hyde deserve to lose. You got what you deserved. They also had quite the offseason, signing Vaughn Miller to that ridiculous contract. OJ Howard, Jamison Crowder, Roger Saffold, and a few other guys, they should be better than the last two years. Uh, you know, thanks for having me again, bud. You know, here we are again in the podcast room. Uh, we're going to do a podcast. We're doing a review uh, of last year's offseason. So we're talking about the Bills right now. And from what I understand, you don't like the Bills. I mean, five, six years ago, I would have put them best fan base. When they were losers? When they couldn't win a game and never go to the playoffs? Yeah, everyone likes losers. Let me put it this way. There's a fine line between happy excitement to be relevant again versus go way overboard and act like you're, you've won every single thing when you haven't. Yeah, Do you I, know what I mean? No, I kind of. But at the same time, uh, winning just brings out more fans. So, you know... When your franchise is good, more fans are going to go and they're going to be more excited. And, you know, they're going to say the Patriots stink. They're going to say this and that. I don't really get mad at division rivals, really. You know, we ran the East for so long, the Patriots. Like, if we lose or, like, other teams have success, I'm not going to automatically hate them. So, if anything, I kind of wanted the Bills. My, my cousin's a Bills fan. I kind of wanted the Bills to beat the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs irritate me a little bit more. If a team wins the Super Bowl... Then next year or the next few years, I'd rather them not win, other than the Patriots, obviously, because that's what we do. But, you know, with the Bills, they've had a pretty rough go at it. And, they, you know, to win, lose four in a row, however many years ago they did, I don't have a problem with them winning one or whatever. Like, it's it's good for the NFL parody. So, and the fans... Look, we get that. You know, people always bring up, like, the Raptors a couple of years ago, knowing they're in the same division as the Celtics. I'm at the maturing is realizing that the Raptors... We're the good guys, after all. Oh, against the Warriors? Are you kidding me? Go to hell, Warriors. Yeah, I mean, well, the Warriors were definitely made themselves the villains when they go, oh, this isn't an NBA podcast, but yes, I think 90% of the U.S. was voting for, was hoping that Toronto won that game. Yeah, and I was probably brainwashed. Uh, I, I don't know. But yeah, I don't, I, doesn't, I don't mind when Bills win, whatever. If, they, if, if it's their time, they're going to build a new stadium. It's good for the East. It's good for them. I don't, I don't care. But are we talking about... Last year? This offseason to where we are now. We were just talking about last game. You know, I think they're going to you know be good. I mean. You know, they're going to be good. You know what I mean. Okay, I'm just, okay. I just want to make sure what we're talking about. New England Patriots, yeah, not our best work. Not a great for agency. Let guys leave that awful Shaq Mason trade. A trend that never gets brought up months later is the Cole Strange lead-up fiasco. Again, he may end up being a Hall of Fame candidate. You never know. We aren't GMs for a reason. 
When I saw those two jackasses laughing their faces off during the press conference, this gave me the following thoughts of why you have zero right to laugh at us or make us look bad. The two idiots laughing are coming from people who can't develop their own talent. And they steal all the talent away from small cities who bring in their fans. Bad times don't care. Crucify me all you want. The Devontae Parker trade was surprising within the division, but the fact he wanted to be here is a nice indication of something in a good or bad way. Max Jones needs to prove he is top 10. If Bledsoe could be top 10 in the 90s, so can Mac Jones. We believe. Haters can leave for all we care. Go Pats. Uh, yeah, you know, the Cole Strange thing, you know, I guess we took him early, but, you know, I, like, I don't, I don't, I didn't see them laughing at the fact that. Do you even know who I'm talking about? Sean McVay and the, whoever the other guy is. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Sean McSteelface and less weed. Okay. Um, if you get I, the joke, I love you. If you don't, then. He lives in California. Weed's legal in California, so. Um, well, it's a, it's a mean nickname. It's like they say all those NBA nicknames like Data Davis. F that guy, but still. Um, you know I didn't I mean. have a problem. I, I thought they were laughing about all the extensive research that they did put into the guy just for him to go in the first round. Maybe they thought they can get him in the second. Maybe they thought they can get him in the third. And then they're like, oh, there goes all that research we did just because he ended up going in the first. I don't care. Out of, out of training camp, I heard he's not even playing at like that great so far. So, like, who knows? Like who, like, who cares? You know what I mean? We don't know what these guys are made of until they actually start playing real games. Like, oh, look that's... what we said about Jamar last year. Yeah, so um, Devontae Parker, we got some pretty good additions this year. We got Devontae Parker, who apparently has been pretty good in minicamp. And, uh, you know, I just – it all comes down to really Mac Jones – um and what he ends up uh if he ends up taking the jump i hear people putting in you uh mvp bets for him uh right now so like who's to say i, I don't hope know. so but yeah we don't have to be on weed to do that yeah but to, uh, real quick they uh they have said that the offense has been struggling pretty badly in minicamp but again a lot of this doesn't matter well, until look what they said about jamar and look what happened we get to real games jamar chase oh yeah because he couldn't catch the ball yeah oh, he's one of the best yeah he's okay he he's fast. He's fast. Okay. He's very he's fast and he can catch. What? Why is he not great in your opinion? I just think I think some of his touchdowns. I, his rookie year, he he blew up and he was he was pretty next level. You think that he's probably going to get better, but maybe the defenses will get better because he had a lot of like just breakaway touchdowns where normally you would get tackled and you'd it'd be like a twenty yard gain, but he had that burst. I think a lot of defenders were. Um, weren't expecting that type of speed out of him. So maybe not going into next year, they'll be throwing some doubles at him a little bit more. We'll see. We'll see how good he is after after this year. New York Jets. You'll see why it's not in divisional order in the next round. Oh. Four and thirteen to one of the better off seasons from great draft. Sauce Gardner, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, and Jermaine Johnson. But there's a difference between on paper versus on the gridiron. Zach Wilson being out on the Hurt Report, will he or won't he emerge when he returns is the question. I don't understand why they bother playing preseason, honestly. And then there was the whole sleeping with mom's best friend story. Mm. Let me put it this way. It doesn't matter what team one plays for. Don't do stupid stuff like this. Any human being who says your mom, when mean-spiritedly trying to come back at anyone or having S-word with their moms or one's own, automatically deserves to rot in hell. Parents are meant to be role models and good human beings, not used for triple X stories. <laughs> Humanity, no matter what, team full is full of idiots. Yeah, you know, I kind of just chalk that up to rich people are weird. He's a he's a good young looking guy. 
this woman may have probably thrown herself at him, and it was maybe like a heat of the moment thing. Who knows? Uh, we don't know all the details. Do we know the woman's name? Do we know how good of friends that she was? Is it like her best friend? Was People like, are just nuts. Was dude. it an acquaintance or something? So who knows? You know, these Hollywood stories that come out, nothing really seems to surprise me much anymore because rich people are weird and they do crazy things. And First of have... all, this was New Jersey. Second of all, Hollywood's trailer trash. Well, it's like and, and, you know what, and you know what Thanos broad, once You know what Thanos once said? And they called me a madman. And they thought I was nuts. Moving yeah. on. He's, you know, perfectly balanced, as all things should be. He also said that. Ah, uh, who would have thought? <clears throat> Miami Dolphins. The first story time, which you'll see in a minute. Yeah. This whole Brian Flores thing is already suspicious for so many reasons. Not just the firing of the gambling rumors, then there's the stupid rumors of Tom Brady and Sean Payton, the former Saints coach, deciding, all right, publicity stunt retirement? Nope. Well, return to the beaches. Two of truthers have gone annoying real fast. Internet crucifixion and offended people is the combo that no one wanted. Then the Dolphins were fined two picks, the 2023 first and 2024 third, for this tampering fiascos with Brady and Sean Payton. Again, the fact that Brady was actually wanting to be in Miami with the rumors and all this tampering that certain teams get away with, this whole situation is like reports dumb and sketchy and disturbing. Uh, yeah, you know, the Dolphins, it, it's, it comes down to Tua. They went out, they made a big splash trade, or not trade, free agent? Tyreekill? It was a trade. Yeah. How many would they give up for him, do you know? Second rounder? First rounder? No. I'll look up the details later. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a big splash play for a guy... Who's known for his quickness, but you know, the older you get, the you lose a step, it, it becomes really noticeable. So, you know, I think it, it, it comes down to if Tua is good or not. I don't, I haven't seen that he's good. Uh, but it, you know, if I'm going to listen to Tyreek Hill, he's going to say he's better than Patrick Mahomes. I don't know. I got to see Tua play. I trusted him two years ago. I trusted him probably last year a little bit. I, you know, starting in my starting lineup fantasy. I think he has the tools, but. I don't know. We'll see. It's 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 more than just being talented. You got to be. I mean, you're not you going to bring smart. up this whole tampering stuff. Uh, the tampering stuff with the um, the Patriots or something. Brady, oh, with Brady. Sean Payton. You're not going to get there. Who knows? And um, Brian Flores. You... Yeah, you know, I don't really, I don't really care. I mean, this is like, this is stuff that might have happened. I don't really get mad about stuff that might have happened. If it did happen, maybe in the moment, I would have been upset. Like if Brady ended up going to the Dolphins or whatever, but... But it didn't happen? Yeah, it did happen, so who cares? I guess the NFL cares because they find the hell out of Dolphins, but I don't, I don't care. Now for the American Football Conference North. Oh, this should be fun. Cincinnati Bengals couldn't finish the job, but if only O-line had been addressed this whole time, this wouldn't have happened. But no shame and no business being there. And the Bengals are set up to be better than last year. They brought in three new O-lines, Lyle Collins from Dallas. Smooth moves. Patriots legend Theodore Karras and Alex Kappa from the Buccaneers. The only loss was CJ Uzama, but nobody else. And Braun, a better than nothing replacement in Hayden Hurst. Dexton Hill, 31st overall, supposed to be good, so very good, if not great offseason. The Jesse Bates stuff, should have traded him for a return when the chance was there. Uh, yeah, this is a um, young team who got really far last year. You think of like the Boston Celtics, if we were going to talk a little bit NBA. Young team, made it, made it deep, but couldn't finish the job. But I think the Bengals are in even better shape than the Celtics because, again, they're young. They're explosive. They're not talking about trading for Kevin Durant. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, if, if I had to ask you how old Joe Mixon was, how old do you think he is? He's 26. He is 20. All right, so you know. But, like, 
for NFL years, I feel like he's been in the NFL for like eight years. So like when you when I hear that he just turned twenty six, Mark turned, Ingram's technically still playing. He's been in the league since twenty eleven. But how old is he? He's like twenty. He's like 30, 32, 33 Yeah, in yeah the I summer. don't know. Just like the age of some NFL players like blows oh, my hey, mind. That's, yeah, I just feel like I've been good. watching Joe Mixon for the last seven years, but he's you know. And so I think he's like twenty nine, but then he's like twenty six. He's in his prime. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, I, Cincinnati's set up to be good. I mean, with the rest of the division kind of having a lot more question marks than them, Browns, we'll talk about them, but we'll talk about all three of them. But oh, Browns, Steelers, fun. and um, Ravens, they, you know, name a wide receiver on the Ravens right now, Rashad Bateman. But after him, who's like less, who's you know, you look know. back and maybe Marquise Brown trade wasn't a bad idea right. because so, he's an idiot. I think that division's set up for them to win. 12 games this year, 12, 13 games. I mean, you got to think they're going to take a step forward. So, Pittsburgh Steelers. From 2004 to 2021, Ben Roethlisberger was one of the best in the business, but finally retired when it seemed obvious he didn't have it anymore. They ended up signing Mitchell Trubisky. Then proceeded to draft Kenny Pickett. TJ Watt is the best in the business. Crucify me, don't want to hear it. Sad thing is, longtime GM Kevin Colbert retired, but again, Steelers always find ways to be relevant. Nobody thought the Steelers would pay Deontay Johnson in any way, shape, or form. The fact that the Steelers accepted Brian Flores with open arms after this whole suing fiasco shows how well running caring that team is. Now we need to talk about a difficult subject matter. Dwayne Haskins' death needs to be brought up. The controversy of all this on April 9th. The death itself was sad. The way Schefter reported along the lines of bust unsuccessful made it worse. We are all human. More often than not, we try to be the best human beings imaginable unless we turn to serial killers or evil dictators. Some people just don't find success in life, but that doesn't make them a garbage human being. Sure, he did break the COVID protocols twice and didn't seem to have passion for the game, not just the selfie incident from 2019 versus Detroit. One should stay on the team city, whether they resign the cold or not. Going to Florida for practice or whatever, it just isn't safe anymore. Gotcha. So the, uh, yeah, the Steelers, um, you know, getting rid of, not getting rid of, Big Ben retiring is the best thing that could have happened to them. He probably should have retired like two years ago, to be honest. Um, the man could not throw a deep ball to save his life um, in his old age. The guy was great. But um, bringing it, I think bringing in Mitch, a young Mitchell Trubisky is an upgrade from the last two years of Ben. I don't hate Mitchell Trubisky. And then drafting a quarterback for your real future is great. I think I think the Steelers are a really well-run franchise. And you know. That's what I said. And you know they stuck it. Um Drafting a wide receiver again this year with George Pickens probably because they always draft good wide receivers. And they still paid Deontay Johnson somehow. And they, yeah, absolutely. So why not? And then that Chase Claypool. Yeah, I'm not a big Chase guy. I, of personally. course. Who do you like nowadays? I like Deontay. Every single person that I mention who's memeable or so fun personality you don't like. More like Chase Clay Swamp. Classic. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Point. Uh, so, yeah, Steelers, they're not going to – it's going to take them a little bit of time. Mitch, I think, is okay. He's good in the interim. He's going to get you maybe six or seven wins this year. I don't think it's going to be a great year. I think that defense is still pretty good. They still have Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, Watt, I think they have Watt still. Um, I'm sure they have some other guys. But they are good drafters, and you can never count out the Steelers. They actually might start hot. And that, like, win their first two games, maybe, and then it's going to go. That's Cincinnati hosting New England's first two games. Say that one more time, Cincinnati? They're at Cincinnati week one, and then they host New England week two. That might be a tough 2-0 start. Okay, I take that back. Eh, Patriots keep but sleeping. Cincinnati, it is a division game. They could come out swinging. Uh, last year was any indication. Baltimore Ravens. 
Players on the Hurt Report is probably the only thing that needs to be brought up with this team from last year. From J.K. Dobbins, L.J. Ford, Marcus Peters, Ronnie Stanley, Lamar Jackson, countless other names, even then Tyler Huntley managed to turn this into a Brady Bledsoe competition. It's even worse, the whole Jalen Ferguson death and Tony Saragusa from the 90s, 2000s. This is my message. Don't do drugs. End of story. Why does the world authorize illegal drugs anyways? Only the pharmacy drugs, when needed, might I add, should be allowed. Not sure which side I'm on whenever people mention the Marquise Brown trade, now that he's an idiot. I heard a report saying that he just felt he wasn't needed, or the Ravens didn't need him or something. There was a report yesterday or Tuesday. They have no other receivers. Rashad Bateman was decent, but not great. But still, they had a great draft, as always. Yeah, you know, John Harbaugh is a great coach. I like John Harbaugh. Um, Lamar, he's kind of a question mark. I think he's still pretty good, but he's hitting that time in the NFL four years in-ish that a lot of that improv stuff that he's gotten away with in the last couple of years it kind of starts to not work out as much you start throwing the ball away you're getting hit um you lose a little bit of your step you know what I mean so um the quarterback situation I think I like Lamar I really do but I don't know uh, and then the wide receiver situation outside of Mark Andrews and Rashad Bateman. Well, I did- sometimes if you have a good Mark Andrews, then there's that new guy, Isaiah Likely. Yeah. Maybe you don't need receivers. Yeah, Likely. Sometime- sometimes you don't always need receivers if you can have great tight ends in return. That's true. But, I mean, if they're doubling Mark Andrews uh, uh, if Michael If Michael Vick can rely on Algie Crumbler, then there you go. For what? A year? What do you do that for? A the year? Tight end. Yeah, what do you do that for? Like a year, though? I mean, again, it gets 2001 out. to 2006. Okay. And they, really, they never really had any great receivers. I used to love playing as Michael Vick on Madden 2004 and scrambling and scrambling and then finding LG Crumpler. Um, because they never really had any great receivers. No, they didn't. Um, but yeah, you're right. The, uh, the, uh, I, like I said earlier, I mean, the uh, Ravens are kind of in a weird spot. I think they can win eight to 10 games. Uh, no, I can, they can win seven to ten games. They're in a, I don't think they're terrible, but they might be. I don't know. They're a really weird team, but they're well-coached, um, and we'll see. Oh, this is where the second story time will happen, the Cleveland Browns. It's really sad how the Cleveland Browns went from America's second favorite loser from 1999 to 2020, Detroit Lions first, now to essentially the most hated team not named the Rams or Buccaneers. To me, it's one thing to treat Baker Mayfield poorly despite the laziness reviews. But the fact that they wanted a mature guy and went with 30 accusations of sexual misconduct who seemed to have no shame of it, Deshaun Watson, the Browns seemed to always have a history of mismanagement and bad front office and ownership for all this to happen. The fact that longtime guard Joel Batonio had the guts to say, in quote, it seems now more than ever it's Cleveland against the world will be ready for it. I mean, I understand that Cleveland, the team in the city, has gone the short end of the stick a bunch of times and we all do feel bad. But this whole Watson situation is so delusional comments. This gives me straight up, if I had to have said something, if I was on the Browns, this is what I would say. If teams boo us, they would be throwing stones at glass houses if they had the same thing. I'm not defending anyone. Then the worst part is the whole, will he or won't he get suspended? And then this morning, look what happened. And then there's these theories. Calvin Ridley leaves for mental health struggles, ends up betting on games Pete Rose style, because why not? 1,500 isn't allowed to play at all this season. Tom Brady might have had something to do with improper footballs for games which he might not have done seven years later. Deshaun Watson sexually destroys the well-being of twice a dozen women, 11 games in a $5 million fine. DeAndre Hopkins peds six games. 
this whole topic of doing heinous crimes off the field allows for less games, whereas minor things leads to life is a new cliche we have to deal with. Yeah, I've spoken at length about the Browns. They've had some serious uh, dysfunction over there. It seems like Kareem Hunt wants to get out of there as well, uh, opening the door for Nick Chubb to kind of finally be the premier back over there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they really fumbled the bag here. Um, to, and it came out today that Deshaun Watson will be suspended for a total of 11 games this year. Um, so he will have to do a $5 million fine and a bunch of other stuff, uh, sex camp or something like that. Not sex camp, but like he has to go out of meetings. Um, so, you know, it's, 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 it's not a good situation for them. They're going to be without their quarterback for the majority of the season. Then they're going to come back next year and say, all right, let's do what, let's, let's do what we aim to do last year. And. This is why we got Deshaun Watson. Who knows how Deshaun is? Deshaun Watson that good? He's pretty good. But is he that good? I don't know. You know, the, people forget that he had, I think it was 35 touchdowns back in 2020, but mm-hmm. people don't bring up the fact that they were falling behind in games yeah. countlessly. Yeah, and a lot of that was catching up, trying to and catch up. And you'd think that at an elite, some QBs have to deal with really bad coaches or bad teams, and, and they go that far. Watson went four and twelve, and yes, he's the last person you'd probably blame for two years ago. But still, yeah, 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 yeah. No, so um, yeah, and it sucks too because everyone's going to be a year older next year. If Clowney, no, not Clowney. Garrett's going to be a year older next year, you know. And it's just like everyone's wasting like prime times of their career right now, waiting for Deshaun Watson. And it's like, would you be better with Baker? I don't know. I kind of like Baker, but it seems like his time up was his time was really unraveling here. Um, so we'll see. I mean, this guy I, thinks he's Mark Wahlberg with his acting. No, but they can't see me. So only, you know, what's what I'm doing. Oh, Hey, Mark Wahlberg would have loved this. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think they're, I think they were still going to be pretty bad this year, even with Baker. Um, but now that they have what Jacoby Brissett for the first 11 games that they're going to say Watson or Mayfield Mayfield. If they had, even if they had Mayfield this year, I think they would still be bad. What about Watson? Well, if they had Watson, they'd be better, but they're not going to have him for 11 games. They're gonna have, they'd be pretty good without him, to, with, with him, to be honest. But if you don't have a good quarterback on the field, you're most likely not going to be winning games. I, uh, through the first 11, I think they're going to probably win like three, maybe four games, maybe. And then he's going to come back and, what, go undefeated for the final six? Probably not. So, you know. It's going to get worse. You get the feeling there's going to be repeat offenders eventually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Browns, I don't really want to talk about them. I'm over them. I'm, I'm done with the Browns. Wiping, wiping the table. Can you hear that? Well, I mean, if this guy's Guardians fan is any indication, I'll hey, leave it at that. Guardians. First place in the AL Central, I think. As a Red Sox fan, as much as I do like small markets and the Guardians, yeah, you're playing in a, sadly, you're playing in a bad division, but hey, wish you the best. Thank you. Next is the American Football Conference South, which will also have a story time. Similar to the Ravens trading away one of the more talented receivers, Tennessee Titans. Except with Marquise Brown, he wasn't a fan of the offense style with A.J. Brown. He wanted the money. Tennessee was rocking to pay, so he got sent to the green in the NFC East. Not sure Traylon Burks is the guy slash Robert Woods returns to form. The whole asthma fiasco and not positive reviews on Traylon. Last week's preseason game, he played, like, very little snaps. I know he's a first-rounder, but you'd think they'd get slightly more snaps, and he didn't, so it's not the best start. But people said Jamar would be a bust for different reasons, but still. Derrick Henry will hopefully be as great as always. He might be the closest to being able to set the record for most rushing yards. Kind of surprised that it still hasn't been broken, especially in the 2000s where you could have 15 to 20 1,000-yard rushers. 
Ryan Tannehill seemingly not caring about Malik Willis as his understudy was equal parts disturbing, but he also didn't want to put up with critics who never shut up. Kevin Byard and Amani Hooker is one of the best safety duos in the league. When did Malik get drafted? Third round. Third round. So, you know, it wasn't like a first or second rounder where they have absolute faith in this guy, and he's definitely going to be the guy to succeed. 86th overall, might I add. 86. So he's not going to be the immediate, like, oh, he's definitely going to succeed. Uh, Tannehill. But t- was Tannehill that good last year? I'd argue he wasn't that good last year. Uh, they added Julio to him last year. Now, that could be more Julio kind of is not washed, but he's lost. People say a step. He might have lost two steps by now. Um, so well, they, their team was kind of banged up. Last they were, year. they were, and I and Henry obviously missed a lot of time. I think he missed eight games, ten games, or something. And then he came back in the playoffs, and you made fun of him for no reason because he has a big dookie hanging out of the back of his helmet. Yeah, I've always been unsettled by that. <laughs> so, but no, because you made fun of his performance too. Oh uh, yeah, well, like he, that's a thing. I mean, he can give you. 20 carries, 200 yards, and two touchdowns. Where's the Whopper? Or he can give you... Yeah, where's the Whopper? He can give you a Whopper. I was making fun of you, actually. Okay. Uh, So he can give you that, or he can give you 22 carries, 62 yards... You know, he, he, he's capable. That was like years ago. Though. I know. He's, cap- yeah, he's capable of doing it still. And, you know, before your peak, after your peak, I don't know. Oh, and who else? They lost A.J. Brown, and who's, who's their main receiver right now? Do we know? Robert Woods, who wanted oh, to go Robert there. Woods. Yeah, okay. Nick Westbrook, a kind from last year. Oh, yeah, okay. And then Traylon Burks, who's already getting the worst reviews. Is he? Wait, he got drafted. He was a rookie? Yes, and out of Arkansas in the draft. And he got uh, drafted when? First round? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, thank you. Indianapolis Colts, Jacoby Brissett, Ryan Hoyer, Phil Rivers, Carson Bumps. Hmm. You see what I did there? Carson Bum. Bum. Yeah, he's a, he's a punching bag for both of us. And now longtime great player Matt Ryan Terry is laughing at the bum after that awful 17 out of 29, 185 yards, one touchdown, one interception, and a lost fumble also sacked six times for 46 yards. Frank Reich and Chris Ballard did the right things and traded him for a surprisingly not terrible return, although giving up a first the year before. I mean, Cole still had a very good, if not great, offseason. Other than the new front man, they also got Yannick Ngakwe, well, getting a still useful Stephon Gilmore. Jonathan Taylor is next. Edgar and James. Edgerin, who knows how you pronounce it. For the team in tie with Derrick Henry for who the best running back is. If Matt Ryan can return to form in any sort of capacity, this Colts team is a serious playoff threat. Although Darius, now Shaquille Leonard, might be missing a lot of time. But this Colts team is very good. Yeah, the Colts, I think they upgraded going from Matt Ryan, uh, from Carson Wentz to uh, Matt Ryan. Uh, Michael Pittman is hoping to make a little bit of a jump. Junior. Michael Pittman Jr. You remember the old running back? Oh, yeah. That's his son? Yes. Pittman? Yes. That wasn't even that long ago. Michael Pittman. The Cardinals won the replaced work done in that Super Bowl in 2002. Was he in the Falcons? Work done? No. Pittman? Pittman? He was on the Cardinals. Cardinals. He went to the Buccaneers. Buccaneers. That won the Super Bowl. Oh, good for him. Maybe that's where I know him from. Um, Work done. I like Michael Pittman. Um, Junior. Junior. I like senior too. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, and then you obviously have Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. I I know I talk mainly about the offenses, and I only do that because I'm not super in tune with the defensive side of the ball. And frankly, I don't think anyone is. Yeah, no, there are, but like a lot of people are fantasy guys like us, so like we just know a lot of the offensive people. But the, the defense, defense is very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Darius Leonard, as I said, he might be missing time. Right, right. So like you know. 
I know. I still wouldn't worry that much. They got plenty of guys. I think I think they're gonna finish first in the division that this year. I think it's I think I think the upgrade at quarterback, more of a system guy, less of an improv guy. Um he might he might be able to bring it. Okay, Matt Ryan's a serious dude. Carson Wentz is a clown. Yeah, that's, that's what you upgrade. Mean. Yeah, yeah. I, think that's, I think that's probably what... I enough. never liked Carson Wentz, really. I mean, he had some pretty awesome plays um, here and there. Who but did I, you like? Nobody. Michael Michael Pittman Sr. What quarterback... What people do you diss that you actually like? I like... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a convoluted question, I know. Jacksonville Jaguars. I like Terry McLaurin. Because of your name? Yeah, good name. If brainwashing was ever person or tactic, Christian Kirk would enter the chat. Four years, seventy-two million for a guy who has only had four one hundred plus games his whole career from eighteen to twenty-one. Zero one thousand yard seasons, high expectations, but not exactly great numbers. This is pretty much the reason why our series in the NFL aren't easy to maintain on their original teams nowadays. Trayvon Walker, not sure if it'll pan out. Doug Peterson was a good hiring. It's possible he ends up being the right coach. The spending spree from Kirk, Sheriff Loken, Darius, Darius Williams, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram, among others. Somebody has to succeed, and this is a team who always ends up in relocation rumors. Uh, which team was this? Against? Jacksonville. Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> um, Trevor Lawrence needs to make a little bit of a jump this year because he looked very pedestrian. He played all 16 games last year? 17. He played all seven. Thank you. Um, so, wow. Yeah. I mean, that's good experience for a rookie. I mean, I know you're kind of getting thrown into the fire. You had the whole Urban Meyer situation last year. So it was very dysfunctional once you got there. So hopefully going forward, Doug. Peterson as your head coach, he can kind of give you some stability. You have long hair like Nick Foles. Nick Foles won a Super Bowl with Doug Peterson. I see, uh, I see a, a pattern here. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars Super Bowl champions 2023. No, I'm just kidding. But you know they have they got Travis Etienne back. Uh, James Robinson I read today is apparently uh, the number one running back. Like he's going to be the lead guy this year, at least to start the season. Seriously, get out of there, dude. Um, you don't, you, you, you can take off pole carry load. Wasn't he like undrafted? Like, yes. Does he get to really choose where? He, I mean, he got yeah. undrafted. He like, needs to get out of there. He's fine. He's fine. He doesn't want to be with a, a, another guy who could be just as good every, or better. Every team has another guy or something. Like every team, 90% of the teams have a better guy than him. Let him be John Jacksonville. If you're if you're not winning the running back job in Jacksonville, then where the where the fuck are you gonna go? Um, so, um, you know, uh, I I think they they'll improve. Uh, they won how many games last year? Three. I think they'll improve. I think they'll maybe win five, maybe six, and I hope they do. Maybe more. I don't know. The sky's the limit for this team. Who's their wide, number one wide receiver? Do we even know? Christian Kirk. With that awful oh, contract. Yeah, he got a really big contract. <laughs> you know, maybe they see something in him that we don't. I don't oh, know. Trent Balky's the gym. You know he's one of the worst. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, they have a really nice stadium and really cool locker rooms. I root for the Jags. Go Jags. Houston Texans. Oh, boy. Story time. Leading 24 nothing against a hostile crowd, mm-hmm. also arguably the most fearsome team. The fake failed pun where an already hated coach, Bill O'Brien, it seems maybe the Colts won from 15. It wasn't so dumb in retrospect. Then fumbling the return. You fall behind 41-24 and lose 51-31. Out of nowhere, DeAndre Hopkins, one of the top five receivers in the league, was traded along with the fourth to the Arizona Cardinals for in return a struggling with being hurt David Johnson, a 22nd and a 21-4th. I mean, but DeAndre had to be stupid nowadays, so maybe they were geniuses after all. There have been a few conspiracy theories as to why he was traded. One, he wanted to raise his contract, which was signed back in 2017 to five years, $81 million. Two, he may have had a falling out with Bill O'Brien himself to the point of damage beyond repair. Three, somewhere 
heard Bill O'Brien compare DeAndre Hopkins to Aaron Hernandez in a meeting. Somehow the Texans thought it was totally fine that Randall Cobb should end up with a three years, 27 million, 18 million guaranteed. April 10th, they seemed to have no problem taking on it. It always concussed Brandon Cooks in a fourth and giving up a second. Talented but banged up and consistent wide receiver Will Fuller was putting up rather good numbers through 11 games, 500 plus games. Then, of course, four days after a dominating Thanksgiving performance, six catches, 171 yards, two touchdowns, he thought Pets was a good thing and suspended six games. Four and 12, nothing good happens. Deshaun Watson, who had 5,223 yards and 35 touchdowns, wants out. J.J. Watt released straight up. Deshaun Watson thinks adult content is good when it basically ruins reputations. Having no first or seconds doesn't play at all this season. The whole David Culley fiasco despite going 4-13 and occasionally showing promise with third-rounder Davis Mills. End of uh, bullet points. It's one of those it could set a light in a bad time situations on paper, but the problem is the Texans, we all sense that they seem to be under investigation for either enabling or knowing this whole fiasco is going on. Texans fans, even if low expectations can find good that they own their next three first rounds, but since Watson only got 11 games, hard to say. This is giving me the cliche of being an idiot, screwing a team over, being traded to another, and being rewarded vibes. At least the public would say that. And also, Watson's first game back will be at Houston in Week 13. Hmm. It's possible they plan that, or no one can say for sure. That's great. Uh, you know, Houston's pretty bad in the dumps, but you know what? They traded the, ha- the problem... Not the problem, but a problem that was uh, Deshaun Watson. They held him out all of. Did they hold? Did they hold him out all of last year, or was that? He didn't play at all last year. Yeah, but was that the Houston's decision, or was that Deshaun's decision? Like I know they wanted. I think to, it was Houston. Right, they wanted to trade him, and they didn't want him to get injured. And he obviously had all those settlements hanging over his head, so it was just a bad look altogether. So, um, you know, it's total rebuild time for Houston. They got a bunch of draft picks for Deshaun. Uh, I think they loaded up on draft picks trading some... They traded uh, DeAndre Hopkins a couple of years ago. Would they end up getting for that a first or two? You don't remember the Hopkins trade? It was... Well, it was David Johnson and something else. But I think it was a first rounder, wasn't it? Out of nowhere, this is from my bullet point montage. One of the top five receivers in the league was traded along with the fourth to the Arizona Cardinals for, Four. in return, a struggling with being her David Johnson, a 2020 second and a 2021 fourth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wish you got you got to get a first-rounder for DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, that's but the Texans for you. But at the same time, you're not... Um, with DeAndre, you're not very... Um, wide receivers don't really have that stock. Like, I think Tyreek Hill went for a first-rounder this year. No. Yeah, he got traded. I think he got a first-rounder. But, like, I think that's overpaying. I think, I, I think any first-rounder for a, a wide receiver, you're out of your mind because these guys can break down any game. Uh, they're not really... Ga- There's some game-breakers, but they're not, like... I don't know. It's more, I feel like a lot of people can get thrown, not thrown into a role. Like you have to be talented, but I don't know. Long story short, Houston is in complete rebuild and that's fine. They have some draft picks. I know they got some for Deshaun and maybe someone else as well, but um, I hope they play better. I think Davis Mills could be good. I don't know. A lot of people think Davis Mills. And the last of the American football conferences, the West or the best, as they say, Kansas City Chiefs. This is something I feel the urge to bring up in the speed round, the overtime rules. Other than that, blowing 21-3 lead at half at home. Then, in out-of-nowhere fashion, Tyreek Hill ends up treated to Miami for a not-great return, but they ended up with the brand-new receiving core. Maybe it ends up better to have depth than one great receiver. Mahomes, this is the year he has to prove it wasn't Tyreek. It can be an average of 800 receiving yards in early 2000s Patriots. Had David Givens, Deion Branch, David Patton, Troy Brown, the tight ends. You didn't always need a Randy Moss or Trell Owens type of player. Uh, yeah, Kansas City, one game away from the Super Bowl, had a lead, kind of choked it away. 
Um, ended up losing Tyree Kill, but with and Mahomes looked a little different last year, especially in the first half. He uh, took a little bit more to get going. I don't know if there was an injury, but he was making some pretty bonehead plays that he got away with a couple years before that. And now it's like, oh, I can't just throw the ball into the air and hope somebody catches it. Um, so he's someone to keep an eye on. I don't think he's going to regress and be terrible by any means, but you know, without your number one target, uh, wide receiver, at least you still have Kelsey, but for a tight end, that's another year. That's another year on your body. Are you going to still have that stuff? I don't know. Um, and they have, they got guys like Sky Moore in there. They got Juju Smith Schuster. And, uh, I think they have some potential to be pretty good. I don't know who their running back is. I know it's, uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. And I guess some guy's been doing Pretty good work. Um, it's one of those like undrafted people who's getting good reviews. Yeah, he's getting good. I can't remember. And outside of that, you have Ronald Jones and Jerick McKinnon. Okay, Ronald Jones. That might be who I'm thinking of. What? I, no, I got his name right here. Hang on. Hang on. I got it. It's here. It's Isaiah Pacheco. Pacheco. No, no. Yeah, it's Pacheco. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Well, I think they're going to be good, but that division is stacked. So, like, even if I say they're going to win 10 games, that's pretty good for that division because... Those that division is just going to be beating up on each other like all year. I don't think anyone in that division is going to get over twelve wins. I'll say twelve. Las Vegas Raiders. John Gruden can't behave. Henry Ruggs has to be dumb. Dam Arnett was damaged beyond repair. Nate Hobbs almost as bad. And Devontae Adams. Whatever. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> I didn't laugh. I just went. <laughs> Why'd you say that? I don't know. Why'd you just do that after I after my? And maybe it was just your facial expression or something. I hate, I hate Vegas so much. Not the team, the city. Mm-hmm. End of story. Josh McDaniels, longtime Patriots offensive corner. Hard to tell if he's the answer to coach problems. Oh, um, who's the head coach over there? Josh McDaniels. Oh yeah, hello, uh, Josh McDaniels. He is second head coaching stint in the NFL. Those Broncos times were something. They were. Tim Tebow in the first round. Never forget. Very cool. Um, you know, Josh, gets. you have to learn sometimes. You have to go, fail, come back, and then go and do it again. Uh, I think they're going to be good. I mean, the, the man loaded up the offense. Josh Jacobs is still in the backfield. He's, like, semi-good. He's not, like, he's good, but he's not, like, great. So he's good plus. Um, so, um. I don't know. I, I like Derek Carr. And you, you know what? I think them going out and getting a Devontae Adams is going to say to Derek Carr, like, I got to put the, the work. This is my peak. This is my year that I'm going to go out there and put everything I got into this year. I'm going to hit the weight room. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit the books a little bit harder, watch the film. And uh, I'm going to try to put be the best version of myself out there this year. So, you know, I think the, the the move they made, a lot of this comes down to the defense. Again, I don't really talk about defense, but I don't know. Their defense has always been terrible. I'm just going to believe it. That's so. fair. That's fair. That's fair. And I'll leave it in with Josh McDaniels, not really a defensive guy. Who knows what the hell they're going to do. So um, they could be good on one side of the ball and give up 42 points on the other. Uh, Chargers, finding ways to barely miss the playoffs. What a duo. Even this year, it's just a combination of overhype and bad history. Justin Herbert has already proven he will be a maybe top two signal caller. JC Jackson, Khalil Mack, among other notable names, Brandon Staley is still awful. If someone ever told me it was the first quarter tied at 0 0, it was fourth and 50, and he tried a fraud punt, I would have believed it and not questioned humanity punching bags. 
This is Denver. Chargers. I love the Chargers this year. Yeah, Justin Herbert coming back. You got Keenan Allen. You got Mike Williams. Eckler. Uh, yeah, pretty loaded offense. Uh, they loaded up on defense, too. Who'd they get? They got somebody good. Chase Jucks and Clomack. Khalil Mack, that's the one. Um, and then they obviously have Bosa over there. Um, the cornerback. Who's the cornerback? Josh Jackson. J.J. Jackson. J.C. Jackson. Uh, J.C. Jackson in the house. So... Was he amazing? He was pretty good. He led the league in interceptions last year. This year will prove what happens. Okay. So, I, I again, the whole division stacked, but they're just going to beat up on each other. Who knows? Like, these guys are going to crawl into the playoffs with limbs hanging on by dental floss. So, um, we'll see. I didn't know Dan Campbell was on the show. <laughs> Do you watch Hard Knocks? No. Really? I don't, I don't have access to it. Oh, uh, really? But even if I did, I wouldn't. Why? But, I'll say this. Dan Campbell's my favorite non-Patriots coach. There you go. It's a reason to oh, watch. Hey, Mike Tomlin and Dan Campbell. He's kind, of a, he's kind of a weird guy off the Detroit Lions. We do not care. He's the, he does the workouts with the team. It's very strange. Uh, NFC reviews next week. That should be something. Denver Broncos, the last of the teams before speed around starts. Nathaniel Harkett as the new head coach is worrisome due to the whole Brian Flores fiasco. But after six to seven years... The Broncos finally found a front man that was needed all these years. What's his name? Nathaniel Hackett? Hackett. Hackett. Trevor Hackett. Simeon, Paxton Lynch, Brock Osweiler, Case Keenum, Joe Flacco, Drew Locke, Jeff Driscoll, Brett Rippon. That one game with Kendall Hinton when mm-hmm. everyone was on COVID. I remember that. Eh, can't say the dude didn't try. Teddy Bridgewater, at this point, it needs to be proven that it really was the front man search that led to the Denver struggles all these years. Still not sure why they bothered returning Melv when Javante was headed for a top five season. The two guys I feel bad for are Tim Patrick and Noah Fan, who has to put up with all those bad starters. Then it finally gets Russell Wilson, but has to be part of the trade to Seattle. I guess he is the man who, who Fampy moved. Hmm. Ironic. Great song. The whole on paper great on the field wait and see is what the opinion should be on Denver. They have to prove themselves on the field to be returning to January football. I, you know, uh, a team like Denver, perfect for a deep ball guy like Russell Wilson. Cortland Sutton's uh, a year removed from his torn ACL. Jerry Judy, they're hoping that he makes a little bit of a jump. Uh, I, I don't know how I feel about him, but you never know. I don't, I don't, I, again, I, I like giving guys a chance. Mitchell Trubisky, I give him a chance. Um, then you got, uh, yeah, I don't know the defense. I don't know anything. So, um, you know, they'll win, a, they'll, they'll win a good amount of games at home because it is Denver, but. Um, and the, the tight end over there seems to be getting some... Oh, Quig Benham. That's him. So we'll see. But has he really ever been really good with uh, tight ends, Russell Wilson? No fan. Oh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, like Jimmy Graham for like a year maybe, if that. Zach Miller, Jimmy Graham. Gerald Everett last year. He was feeding him a little bit. Zach Miller, Jimmy Graham. Oh, d- Top of my head, that's all Disley. Remember Disley? Will Disley? And he got that two-year extension even though he's a blocking tight end. How funny is that? So, um, yeah, that's pretty much right. my spiel on the Denver Broncos. Before we do speed round questions, something I wanted to bring up that no one mentions. We all know that Roger Goodell's a punching bag in the sports podcast, but in all seriousness, after allowing multiple helmets to come back with any shade of color, yes, he still is bad, but I see Return of the Jedi vibes with him in a sense that, while yes, still a terrible leader, is finally seeing the error of his evil ways and letting alternate helmets come back is awesome. Sad there haven't been more leaks recently, but... Better than nothing. I still say with an unsmug face that the NFL for one or two weeks needs to have a 
90s-themed or 2000s-themed helmet uniforms day. It's a good throwback, and in light of times of hopelessness and uncertainty, we will bring up the helmets in the NFC review next week. If CSP round questions... Hang on, can I talk about the... Yes. ...costumes, uniforms for a sec? Okay. Um, I agree. The NBA does a really good job of bringing back old jerseys from the 90s, 2000s, and stuff like that. That was more like 75th anniversary, but this year... I've already been seeing that the Pistons are bringing back the horse. Saw jersey. that. I saw the Bucks purple jerseys too. Like those are fired. Like, why, but the thing is with the NBA, you have 82 games, so you can get away with a lot more alternative jerseys. NFL, you have 17 games. Like you, you obviously have to play like 12 of them, or like, well, you have to play like 14 of them with like the modern ones. Maybe like I don't know. I, I would like to see throwbacks come back a little bit more, but I, I, I don't know. It's just what's 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 the wrong with. The idea of having like a, th- a 90s or 2000s. No, I love it. I think it'd be great. It's What's just, the problem with it? There is no problem with it. It's just that the NFL is like the too color, scared to take chances. The color rushes. The Yeah, the, I didn't love the color rushes. Did I liked still, it, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was okay. I didn't hate it. I like I like different. I like, instead of just seeing the same stuff every time, I, don't, I didn't mind them doing it. So, okay. You can continue with your speeds. One most underrated team in the AFC. Underrated team in the AFC. Pittsburgh Steelers. Same here. Wow. I think it's the first time we've ever matched. Uh, so you like Mitchell Trubisky? No, it's just that this is the Steelers we're talking about. Great defense. Coach. Mike Tomlin can always make things work. Yeah. And this is the Steelers we're talking about. They, they haven't had losing records since 2003. Yeah. And there's just right. no way. It's, and you can't expect the Steelers of all teams to fall apart like that. Yeah. Pick a Trubisky. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Two most overrated team in the AFC. Us, you know, just because it's a really hard. I'm going to say the Chiefs. Uh, maybe a lot of people think that they're going to run all over, you know, and end up going 13, 14 wins. But no, I think they're going to get humbled a little bit this year. I think it's going to be a harder road for them, and I think it's going to be tough. I, like, I do that. Do I have them in the playoffs? Yes, I do. But do I have them win the division? I don't know about that. Yeah, I didn't add division predictions, but maybe we'll. We'll Whatever. Get there, we'll get there in a sec. Three thoughts on the each team gets the ball once in overtime rule that they added. They added that? Yeah. Playoffs only, though. Oh, okay. Uh, stupid. <laughs> like, who cares? Like, what do we have to keep changing the rules because some people don't like it? Are we, are we like, every, like, uh, who cares? Like, if you can stop, if your stupid defense can stop one time, you get the ball back. Like, it's a two. It's a two. It's a two uh, possession game. Like it's a the offense and defense. Like you have to be good on both sides. So I don't care. Like it's stupid. Like every year we have to change things. It's stupid. Like, when, when haven't we had to change things, dude? Whatever. I mean, maybe it'll make for more. But then well, this is gonna happen. Then they're gonna be like, well, you know, maybe we should get another. Maybe we should get another possession. Maybe we should just play the full fifteen minutes. And it's like, bro, these games are gonna go four hours if we do that. This guy talks like an auto-tuned <sighs> rapper, I must say. He's so annoying. I, every year we have to change rules. This, this guy last, talks like an the auto- last, The last rule change I liked was uh, extending the uh, goalposts that uh, Bre- uh, Belichick told him to do that. No, uh, that was they sent the extra point backwards. No, that, that, that is the last one I liked, I said. No, this guy talks like an auto-tuned rapper. I li- oh, well, what's the overtime <laughs> rules going to happen? <laughs> I don't mind the uh, the other overtime rule change, the one where if you get a touchdown, the game's over. If you get a field goal, the other. T- I yeah, think that's, that's actually t- that was I think that was fair. 2011 to now, and that's fine. I think that's worked fine. And then one instance in the playoff game. Oh, and I, I, oh, I, I, my rant. Oh my god, 
Well, no, no, I'm just saying. Even the Patriots did it to the Chiefs a couple years ago. Hey, it's rocks at glass houses, dude. It's just idiot, hypocrisy, crucifixion. And then the Pats did it to the Falcons later on that year. So it's just like, what do you want? Well, Terry, let me put it this way. Because two of the biggest clowns catalyze this rule change, the can't back up trash talker bills and the over-the-top fan base chiefs, if Bengals, Titans, or 49ers Packers had this kind of 42-36, this wouldn't have happened. Maybe. But no, because of an overrated rivalry, which is called the next Brady Manning, my ass. There will never be another end of story. If at least 20 other teams were involved in this, the rules won't, wouldn't change. Be, no, because favoritism exists. This all has to happen. Are the Bills and the Chiefs playing each other this year? Yes, week five. That's For cool. one of the late afternoon games. That's pretty sick. Well, what do you think of my theory? Uh, that there's there won't be another rivalry to no the the whole because of these two clown franchises. That oh yeah, they were the ones who submitted, or at least the Bills were the ones that submitted. Because it, it was Bills Chiefs, the next toxic crucifixion that this has all happened. But if this was Bengals Titans or Packers 49ers, none of this would have happened. Well, listen, all the owners need to pass on this like rule change. So like when they say oh both teams should get possession, they're like oh that means the game will be longer and we can sell more ads and we'll get more money. So it's all it just comes down to money when you really think about best it. Best worst of first candidate if there's any and then we'll add best first and then we'll add a part candidate. two division predicting all divisions because I, I just didn't add that. Okay. So part A best worst of first candidate. Best worst to first. Okay. Uh, Denver and Baltimore. Leave it at that. Then first to worst? Worst to first. Worst to first um, I a lot of people. Uh, if if Zach Wilson didn't get injured, I'd say the Jets may be pretty good this year. How much weed are you on? None. How obviously. many drugs have you smoked? Zero. This division's kind well, of brutal. Oh, not first place. I guess I meant just biggest improvement. That's I what guess. I I said. First, worst to first. Okay, worst to first. Uh, yeah, anyone in the AFC West? Yeah, the Broncos or the Ravens or no? No Ravens. They're they're in a weird spot against the Bengals. Uh, and then Part B division predictions for. All four, and I'll start to make it to give you an idea. Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, Jets. We're just gonna say it down the line yeah. for divisions. I didn't. I don't know why I didn't have that. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna. Yeah, Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets. Even though I just said the Jets will be better, I don't understand it either. We'll see. These are these are predictions based off just saying the words. North. There's no. There's no research here. <laughs> Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, Browns. Bengals, Steelers, Ravens, Ravens, Browns. then Steelers. Oh, I, then I'll do. I'll flip flop those and say Browns finish last. I was. I said Browns finish last too. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I meant. I flip flop. Even the if Steelers. Watson was playing, I feel like I would have still picked them last. Bengals, Steelers, Ravens. That's me. Even if Watson was playing all seven teams, I might have actually still said the Browns in last. I'm not sure why. No, I think they would. They would be better than. I think they'd be pretty good if they had Watson. But uh, that's. I don't, I don't know. South, Colts, Titans, Texans, Jaguars. South, Colts, Titans, Jaguars, Houston. Is that what you said? I said Texans and Jaguars. Okay. And then for the West, Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, Raiders. Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders, Broncos. Chargers, Chargers, here they come. Here they come. NFC East. Oh, we're doing full predictions. Okay, I, I can't talk to them. I'm sorry. Who was more t- Okay, question five. Who was more to blame for the Baker Mayfield disaster? Who was more to blame for the... I guess the Browns GM? I don't know. Who's the Browns GM? 
whoever it Sonny is. Sonny Liston from that movie Draft Day. You ever seen the movie Draft Day? No. Good movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sonny Weaver. Sonny Weaver Jr. How's so who's more favorite, to blame? How's my favorite general manager? So who's more to blame? The Browns themselves or Mayfield or anything? Uh, I think it's the Browns because the Browns were exploring a trade, but I guess Baker should be mature enough to say, hey, this is a business. People are going to be talking about trading me. Uh, but he took it very uh, personally, and then he kind of said, I'll never play with you for you guys ever again. You're going to have to trade me because I'm not playing a snap for you. Uh, you should be able to handle that a little bit better because other teams see the way you handle that, and then they're like, why would you, we want you on our team if you're just going to be like, if you're just going to shut down if you hear some rumors? So... I think they're both kind of to blame. Six. Will the AFC West live up to the expectations? Will the AFC West? I think it should. I mean, I think it's going to be a slobber knocker. I imagine it will. The history has shown it's possible. It isn't, but doubtful. Yeah. I mean, like, I think the, the going into last year, I think I said the NFC West was the best division with the Seattle 49ers, Seahawks. I said Seahawks. Uh, Rams and... Who's the other? Arizona. And they were for a little bit, but then the second half of the season, it got a little ugly for all of them, really. Seattle was losing a lot of games. Uh, Cardinals started hot. You know, so, like, it's hard to predict how Oh, NFC will... next next Tuesday. Next, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's not going to be pretty. And then the last question, a follow-up to Baker Mayfield. Is there any chance the Browns could be redeemed, or is it going to be one of those lifelong PR disaster fall from graces? No, that people forget. They should be fine. Really? You think the Browns are not going to ever get be re- – do you think they can still get redeemed in any way, shape, or form? Yeah, people forget. I mean, they may have to – like, forever, like, as, as long as Deshaun – You know what I mean. As long as Deshaun Watson's there. I bet if Deshaun Watson wins five of his last six games this year, people will think he's great and no one will really give a shit. And they'll just – they'll make jokes about uh, the, the thing, but they're not going to care. Well, that is it for today. Now, we could have done both conferences, but this podcast would have taken forever, hours, and it doesn't need to be too long. I promise next week will be the NFC, and things may change between them to the point where AFC needs to be brought up along the lines of pre-news before the podcast. Bye, everyone. Bye.